नमस्कार दिस इज अखिलेश भार्गव वेलकम टू टिटबिट्स ऑन बिजनेस एंड फाइनेंस विद मी लास्ट वीक वाज रिडन विद न्यूज़ अबाउट ऑल दैट एल्स इंडियाज कॉर्पोरेट्स एंड इट्स बैंकिंग सिस्टम इन पर्टिकुलर टू अस दीस न्यूज़ आइटम्स प्रोवाइडेड ऑल द डॉट्स व्हिच व्हेन कनेक्टेड शो द डायरेक्ट एंड इनक्रिमिनेटिंग नेक्सस बिटवीन all those involved in perpetrating corporate crimes and banking frauds in india the week started with the news that the government had been investigating the misconduct of about 100 chartered accountants and company secretaries for their professional malpractices and that they are likely to be prosecuted soon this investigation has been primarily initiated by the ministry of corporate affairs for the dubious role of these professionals in facilitating the formation of companies by fraudulent chinese promoters then providing them with registration papers office addresses dummy directors etc thereafter conducting and fronting business for them and then finally helping them to siphon away thousands of crores of rupees from india in violation of our FDI FEMA income tax money laundering and corporate laws this news report just confirms the scammy role that such professionals have played in facilitating banking and corporate crimes in india whether it be the professional misconduct of a small time chartered accountant or that of the wanted big four and their partners the purpose of such misconduct is the same and so is the end result which is corporate frauds and crime being committed the only difference perhaps is the size of the fraud that takes place the misconduct of a small time professional could result in a fraud of a few lakh rupees or at best a few crores of rupees while it could be running in tens of thousands of crores but it involves the misconduct of a big firm as happened due to the many years of misconduct of deloitte in the case of ilfs leading to a record scandal of over rupees 1.3 lakh crores in its case the second news item was that about the cbi proposing to file a fir against narish goel the dislodged promoter of jet airways whose banking and financial misconduct involves huge fema violations money laundering siphoning of funds falsification of accounts and the cheating of banks and lenders all of which led to the downfall of jet airways itself and of course the banks the lenders incurred losses of thousands of crores of rupees the cbi now proposes to file the fir against goel and his close aides for allegedly defrauding banks and misappropriating loans sanctioned by them the frauds committed by him have been very evident since long and we wonder why has been there this massive delay in prosecuting him by the criminal agencies while the delay in filing the fir against him is being attributed to the delay by the maharashtra government in giving its approval for cbi investigation and prosecution in his case we wonder whether such kind of delays merely confirms what we have always said that big ticket corporate frauds which were perpetrated for many years could not have been possible without a top level godfather in the political system giving protection and patronage to such scamsters like narish goel 
Why has the government not given an immediate permission to file an FIR against Naresh Goel while it has done so in the case of Chitra Ramkrishna whose matter is of relatively recent origin is the point to ponder here. Why the delay in giving approval for the prosecution of Naresh Goel when it has been known since many years that there has been a crime committed and he has been at the center of it. The next news item about the prosecution of a big ticket fraudster who merrily duped the banking system last week was that of Rana Kapoor. The Enforcement Directorate alleged in a supplementary charge sheet that Rana Kapoor siphoned away about 670 crore rupees through a web of a 100 firms, which of course would have had numerous chartered accountants and company secretaries to prepare the paperwork in order to support his crimes. The ED says that Rana Kapoor used these companies in order to siphon away about 670 crore rupees, which was then used by him to purchase immovable properties and assets in USA and the United Kingdom. These companies of Rana Kapoor were owned by his wife, a housewife herself, who had no idea about where all the money came from. The case of Rana Kapoor to us is unique in the sense that he duped the very bank that he founded by being in a dual capacity of sorts and sitting on both sides of the table as a lender and almost as a borrower too in reality. Apart from these 670 crore rupees that he has cheated the banks, he has also cheated the bank of a few hundred crores of rupees through a write-off of loans given to CG Power in consideration of him acquiring the collateral property given by CG Power, which was a very valuable property situated at the posh Amrita Shelgil Marg in Delhi. And that property was acquired by him for a song in consideration of write-off of loans given to CG Power. The next news item, which is to do with the proposed FIR of CBI against Naresh Goel, is that the loans given by banks to Jet Airways were not used for the purpose for which they were sanctioned. And thus, the probe against him also focuses on the circumstances under which these loans were sanctioned and disbursed by the bankers and their end use too, which they did not supervise adequately. The role of the concerned bank officials for their deliberate omission, commission and corruption in the Jet Airways case will be also investigated by the CBI. At least three other agencies, which is Enforcement Directorate, SFIO and the Income Tax Department are investigating the role of Goel and his family members over the alleged irregularities at Jet Airways. And since the cheating of banks is a key crime in this entire scam, the concerned bank officials who had sanctioned and disbursed loans to Jet are bound to be investigated and probably, if found guilty, prosecuted also. We have always maintained that banking and corporate crimes cannot be committed and perpetrated without the involvement of the top management of those entities. And that gets us to the next news item of last week. The CBI has filed a charge sheet against Chitra Ramkrishna, the former CEO of the NSE and her trusted advisor and close confidant, Anand Subramaniam, the former group operating officer of the NSE for their involvement in the NSE co-location scam because of which a select few brokers illegally enriched themselves to the tune of thousands of crores by giving unfair preferential and exclusive access 
to the NSE servers and data to those preferred brokers. This particular scam has gone uninvestigated so far and it is because of her arrest that the investigation has now caught steam. The duo are presently in jail. Apart from the CBI, the Enforcement Directorate too has been parallelly investigating their role in the co-location scandal and it has filed a case against them under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act alleging money laundering by them. This is yet another case about how big frauds and corporate crimes are possible only due to the direct involvement or collusion or negligence of the top management of the entity. The next report or dot in this saga of banking frauds reported last week is that of the fraud fugitives who commit such crimes in India and they run away. And these fugitives are led by their poster boys, which is Neera Modi and Vijay Malia, both of whom ran away to UK after committing giant banking crimes in India. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson during his recent trip to India last week said that they do not welcome people who want to use the British legal system to evade the law in India and that bringing back economic fugitives to face justice in India was a high priority for his government in Britain. Boris Johnson said that he was very sensitive to these concerns of India and that the UK has ordered their extradition, which is that of Neera Modi and Vijay Malia, and that there are some technical difficulties which have made it very difficult for the government to do so. But his words were all reassuring that these fugitive economic offenders will be finally deported to India as far as the law there permits. While all these reports about banking and corporate crimes and their committers went largely unnoticed, the one that raised eyebrows and political tempers was the news item that Rana Kapoor has claimed to the Enforcement Directorate that he was forced to buy a MF Hussein painting from Priyanka Gandhi Vadra for 2 crore rupees and that for this he was promised to be awarded a Padma Bhushan in return for this purchase of the painting. He says that he was persuaded to do so by the late Moli Devra, then a senior Congress leader. The BJP leader Anurag Thakur slammed the Congress over Rana Kapoor's allegations demanding answers. He said that the Congress should answer to this statement of Rana Kapoor that a banker used to buy Congress leaders' paintings for crores of rupees. This, he says, is not the first time that an allegation was put against the Congress. According to him, this shows that the only job of the Congress was to sell the country. The Congress, of course, expectedly rubbished Rana Kapoor's allegations and its leader, Abhishek Manu Singhvi, accused the BJP of keeping the bot boiling without any basis. He said that this man, which is Rana Kapoor, makes allegations against dead people and the BJP just wants to keep the pot boiling. These news items last week covered almost the entire spectrum of banking and corporate frauds and every player in it, from the borrower to the bankers to the consultants and maybe to the neta also, who gave patronage to such dubious characters. They all get connected. What were however missing in the news items last week were about prosecuting the collusive and negligent independent directors of such entities 
like Yes Bank, NAC, Jet Airways, etc., which were in the news. And also the behind-the-scenes top babus should be prosecuted because it is at their behest very often that bogus loans were often given for a quid procure that they also received. News items about prosecuting these two independent directors and the top babus who worked behind the scenes were not there last week. These were perhaps the most powerful and influencing elements in the entire chain of the banking and corporate fraud that took place in India. And the fact that they are not in the news only proves that their power has been there and that that power remains undiminished and intact even today. Otherwise, we see chartered accountants being prosecuted. We see company secretaries being prosecuted. We see that happening to the borrowers, to the bankers, and even the NETA somewhere get involved in it. Why is it that we hardly hear about any top babu or these powerful independent directors who sat on the board of these entities ever being prosecuted? This is Akhilesh Bhargav signing off till we meet again. Namaskar.